Blog Talk Radio.
name of Amun, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amun we trust as the Republic of Mentelec, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Bright Race, the Amun Race. Good evening, I'm your host, the Intellectual Nubian Mentari, this is Mentelec Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing creation and uh, natural force projection. Are our people a product of creation? or a natural force of projection on Earth. Second one, natural force of projection on Earth. We were not part of anybody's creation plan. No, sir, we were not. No, ma'am, we were not. And how you know that is that mankind, scientists, Caucasian scientists, if you, you know, need that to uh, carry these... um, things I'm about to say through, if you need that for those of you who need, still need their validation, when we should already know by now. They give the creation date or the start date of man uh, as being linked or the start point of man being linked to animals, monkeys and things like that, right? They have never in their time and theory of creation have ever linked so-called black people to the creation of monkeys or any other creature. They just now started doing that. When you see them now trying to incorporate black people into the whole creation theory of people coming from monkeys and they, so even when, and, and I'm going to even give it even better even standard. Even when they say, or they go with the Adam and Eve story, do they ever show you so-called black man and black woman is Adam and Eve. No, they show you white men and white women as Adam and Eve, or East Indian and Asian, or whatever as Adam and Eve. Mostly Caucasians as Adam and Eve. They always depict them as Adam and Eve, the first people on the earth. You see? And they are not the first people on earth. They are the first people as a, as far as creation goes. They are the first creations on earth. They are the first creations here. They are part of the first. Well, I'm not even going to say they're the first creations. The first creations were your East Indians and in your early, you know, your East Indians, your Dravidians and those people. Your Asians came later, and then your Caucasians came over time. And through that came the uh, environmental breakdown of the races when the humans came here, Okay. When the humans came here, your first human was your East East Indians and your Dravidians who had the first uh, straight hair. They were the first of the experiment. When they were created, and when and like I said, if you actually go and look back, this with the monkey, the whole monkey the man thing, they showing you dark skinned people with straight hair, right? They trying to they trying to push in the so called black people. And whatnot, but again, it's not working because black people don't got straight hair. They don't have straight hair like animals. So black people are not fitting into the creation account or the creation theory of man. They don't fit in. They don't fit into the timeline. They'll say that so-called black people are by um, by genetic material, by uh, dominant genetic material, the oldest people on the planet, but yet they don't have a time or a date. They never do. They can only give you the origin of man, of mankind, excuse me. They can only give you the origin of mankind. That means the Caucasians, the Asians, and the East Indians, which are also considered Asians. The East Indians, the dark-skinned humans, the real black humans, 
the Asians, the yellow humans, and some of them are mixed with brown and Caucasian, and the Caucasian humans. You see, that is the human race. That is the creation of the human race. They can be linked back to the genetic material of animals. That's why they're called mammals. And what they don't say, because, they see, they, they leave pieces of the puzzle out. They'll talk about how these humans came about and how these groups of humans evolved over another group of humans in a later chapter, and they keep using the word. See, that's where they give it up at, and they mess themselves up at. They keep using the word natural selection, natural selection. And I told you, whenever you use the terminology selection or natural selection, right, when you use that terminology, Another force is at work here when they say things like that. See, that's cold word for the people who don't know. And like I said, they they say things like that, and they don't even really know what they're saying. Whenever they say that mankind evolved or grew or was created and was able to continue forward by way of a natural selection, evolution in mankind, whereas the uh, older, more primitive species of humans died out, Right, they died out, and the more advanced, the more evolved human was able to come forward out of that genetic material of the primitive one. Now, funny, they use the term that these humans, a group of these humans, Homo erectus, Homo sapiens, they say these people died out. Is that not the same thing as when you say animals become extinct, certain animals become extinct? Would that not follow the same timeline, the same? line of so-called evolution that they talk about, animals become extinct. You had reptilians, dinosaurs, all kinds of creatures, and reptile creatures, and animal creatures, early animal creatures that became extinct over time that were, like I said before, necessary for the time being to perform a certain work. And when they were no longer needed to perform a certain work, they started to become extinct. They started to be wiped out. They basically that's what they're saying with mankind, with the early humans, with the primitive humans. Yeah, Asians, East Indians, Caucasians, the primitive early versions of them, right? Because they'll show you, and right now they're starting to show you more and more pieces of the puzzle. They keep now they start and they're making a link between the Caucasian and the Asian. They're making a link, and they call it showing you that that's primitive. They're making a link between the East Indians and the Asians and Caucasians, which is all the same race of people, just with tans. And like I said, that was because of environmental um, travel and, you know, places where they went into the environment and, you know, adapted to and lost more melanin, as they say, melanin, something that we don't have. We have carbon, but that, I'm going to go into that later. So they're basically telling you that mankind was created Mankind was created. How you again, you know that mankind was created when you use terms like natural selection. Only people make selections. Only intelligent beings make selections. And what kind of beings are they saying making these selections? Natural beings are making these selections. Natural beings have to make natural selections, do they not? Do they not? Wouldn't it be natural beings? Those beings would have to be making the selection. Natural selection, not artificial selection, natural selection. That goes along with uh, um, uh, um, nature, right, seasons, things that are needed for the environment. 
and natural selections are being made. Intelligent selections are being made. Selections deal with intelligence because if you have the ability to select something, that means you have the ability to think and process, right, what you're going to utilize and what you're not going to utilize. So you're making a selection, yes or no. So when they use the term natural selection, what they are telling you is that a natural form of beings were making selections on what beings or what race of beings would continue forward, what, nat- what beings, the created beings they were creating, which ones would be good for the next phase or the next time frame, and ones what wouldn't be needed anymore. Those that were needed to primitive humans, just like the primitive animals that were here on the planet, because the animals and the humans are pretty much the same thing. Just I told you, humans are nothing but animals on two legs. When that decision was made, they got rid of the ones they didn't need, just like they got rid of the primitive prehistoric animals that they didn't need, the early animals. They got rid of early man. They saw them as animals as well. They didn't need them anymore. This was a natural selection. This was a decision that was made by a group of beings. Right, advanced beings, highly high advanced beings, beings who had to be on the planet, beings who had to be on the planet, making these selections, making these selections, making these decisions on who would be continuing forward and who would be destroyed. They made the same decisions when it came to the animals on the planet, the prehistoric animals, and things like that. They made the same. Um, selections, and they got rid of when they, obviously they had to vote on it, and they got rid of what they didn't need. So now these people who are making these selections, these natural selections, they couldn't be part of the creation process, because creation is the putting together or the making of something. You see, when you make something, it is artificial, because Things that grow naturally don't have to be made. Things that grow naturally do not have to be made. Okay, they don't have to be created. When I, you know, a cake, a cake, let me just use this as an example, a cake has to be made. You have to take flour, milk, sugar, all the ingredients that go into making a cake. A cake is not something that is naturally growing from somewhere. You're not going to find some place where cakes are just growing out of the earth. you got to make cakes. So, therefore, a cake is an artificial treat, you know. It may have been made by natural um, natural um, ingredients or uh, artificial nowadays, but cakes are not growing out of the ground, so cakes have to be made. They have to be created, okay? The people that created the humans obviously had to be more advanced than the humans, more intelligent than the humans. They had to be more extendable than the humans mentally and physically in order to repeat the process continuously of making a biological structure, a biological system. They had to know what they were doing. They had to know about genetic material. They had to be the first ones to bring bring genetic material into alignment with other genetic material they had to know about. Obviously, with the white man called science, they had to be the world's first and greatest planetary scientists on earth, the most supreme scientists if they were able to create man because the creation story of man 
and woman, mankind and womankind, is the story of experiments. That is an experiment. Okay? Man and woman, the creation of mankind and womankind is an experiment. Right? Now, how you notice is you see so many defects. Now, if you see so many defects in the human race, right, when you see so many defects, that's a sign that these people were created. When you see a lot of diseases and defects, genetic defects and things like that, that's a sign that these are not natural people. These are artificial people. If you make a cake and you put in too much of one thing or you don't put in enough of anything and the cake comes out flat, that means effectively the cake is deformed. You know, it's not it's not a perfect cake. I'm just using the term deformed. I mean, it's a messed up cake. You know, I'm, you, know you get where I'm going. The cake is not successful. It's not what you wanted it to be. And and when you see the humans with so many mistakes, so many genetic um, genetic mistakes, so many diseases that are now coming out of the genetic material, right, when you see that, that's a sign, obviously, that they were an experiment and that certain parts of the experiments went wrong. didn't take. You look at the people who have the less or next to none, if any, genetic material uh, defects, genetic defects. Would that not be so-called black people? We don't have genetic defects. We don't have any. And if we have any, it came from mixing them with these other races of people. But we don't naturally have genetic defects. Now, don't. Now, do we? Do we have genetic defects? Do you see uh, feet growing out of our chest or tails growing out of our backsides or, or webbed feet or fur and all kind of other stuff? Do you see that? You see us having all these diseases that we, nobody ever even heard of, and that's so common when they, you know, black people know. They said when black people hear about certain diseases and whatnot, they go, "Yo, that's a white people, that's a white person disease." And black people, so-called black people, know that. Y'all know that we, by nature, are not genetically defected people. Why is that? Why are we not genetically defected people like everybody else here? Why are we not? They want to try. You know when they have these little things where they show you the kids who might have cancer or things like that. They show you the whatever, and they might throw a little so-called black black child in there, a little bronze child in there, just to make sense. See, you guys get defects too. But if you go there, I guarantee you, if you go to any of them hospitals where you got the children with the defects and things like that, there's going to be a whole bunch of humans. So going to be a whole bunch of Caucasians, Asians, and East Indians. You see, because the human race is an experiment. And in all experiments, there are defects. There are mistakes. And the humans still carry that marker, that genetic mistake, because as I said before, as well you can think out something that you make as much as you want, but there are always mistakes that might will, will constantly be made or will potentially be made. That's up to the people who are doing the creating. The people who are doing the creating obviously are not a part of the creation process if they don't have genetic defects because genetic defects are not natural. We just established that obviously the people who are making these natural selections, because like I said, on this one more time, this is not just a term that the white man came up with, um, natural selection. Mm -hmm. The people who are slow, who don't understand 
who don't comprehend what that really means. He's saying that intelligent life forms are making selections, making choices on what life forms live and what life forms go, which ones die, which ones they let live and which ones they kill off. And when they say nature, they're speaking about a people who are guiding a system, a natural system, and that the system of nature works like this. That which is the dominant, that which is the strongest, right, survives. That's how nature works. That which is recessive, that which is unnecessary, that which is uh, uh, not needed, that which is weakest, that eventually dies off. Every time they were breeding the human race or creating the human race, every time they were doing that, every time they did that, they had recessives. And they had some that were stronger, and the ones that were stronger, you know, they would test these people and intelligence and what they would do, and they would keep those people and breed the next chapter, the next generation, and get rid of those who were primitive, who were slow. They would get rid of them. You see, this was an ongoing process. But, again, this can only be done by those who are not part of the creation process, people who are not products of creation. Because how can people create themselves? How can people create themselves? See? Again, they tell you, your scientists, your most learned scientists tell you that creation of mankind is not really a, it's a creation, it's, it's a making of something, right? Man, when they use the term creation, they're talking about the making of something. So they're saying that man was made. When they use the term creation, they're saying that man was made. When they showed you the creation of Adam and Eve, they're saying they showed you Caucasians as Adam and Eve. They're showing you that mankind and womankind were made, that someone made them. They say it's God, right? They say it's God, and they say God is on high in the heavens and the clouds or whatever, or extraterrestrials or whatever they thing they use, but they they still along the lines, they're trying to piece together the puzzle. So let me help you all piece together the puzzle, you scientists who are kind of slow yourselves and not getting what this is really saying or what you're saying, and you're not even realizing what you're saying. You're saying a natural race of beings, a supernatural race of beings who you call extraterrestrials, a supernatural force of nature, a natural force of beings created you who are not part of the creation process, right? Beings that predate you, created you, right? This is what you're saying. And they made natural selections on which one of you or which groups of you would survive and which ones of you would not survive. That's what you're saying. Who are these people? Who are these people that created the human race? And are black people a part of the human race? Absolutely not. Because they cannot trace our origin anywhere. They give this lie about Africa, but then how do people just come from dirt and earth? I said that. How? They had to come from someplace else before they touched the earth, didn't they? You didn't trace them back to monkeys and gorillas. Y'all just starting to do that now. You trace Joe people back to monkeys and gorillas and some form of experiment. So, obviously, this was an experiment. Now, obviously... When they talk about man being made in the image uh, and likeness of these God beings or these advanced beings or these 
you know, whatever you want to refer to them as gods, extraterrestrials, whatever, that only means that you were given the ability to think, you were given the ability to walk, you were given the ability to talk and procreate. You were made human. You were the first creation, artificial creation on earth, because creations are artificial. They're not natural. The humans say they were created, right? So they had to be created by a race of beings who were not created, who they were made in the image of. We made the humans in our image. Guys, we gave them the ability to walk up on two legs, think, because we put our genetic material, or the genetic material, I should say, of the so-called black woman, which they call the mitochondria DNA, her genetic material with the male animals of the species of monkeys and jackals to create the human race. Her seed and the early animal seeds were put together. The sperms of the animals were put together along with the seed of the so-called black woman to create the human race. Right? So that means the first creation on earth an experiment, that means that the people had to come, the ones who were um, um, doing these experiments, the ones who were doing it, they had to come from someplace else. They couldn't come from here. They couldn't because the only way um, life forces, humans got here was by creation. And like I said, creations can't make creations, not for real, you see, because who created them? We don't have a creator. We do not have a creator. We have projectors. And who is part of our projection? Us. We are an extended bloodline of continuous solar projection. I want you all to say what I just said to you right now. We are an extended bloodline of solar projections. We, as the almond race, are an extended bloodline of solar projection. We, as the almond race, are an extended bloodline of solar projection. Here, that was forced into the Earth's atmosphere. We were forced here. We were forced here from the upper dimensions. We were forced here from the upper dimensions into Earth's atmosphere to perform a job. And what was that job? What was that job to oversee and prepare, which would become planet common for the evolution of our extended selves and the projection of our extended selves coming into this atmosphere and these, um, from these upper dimensions? This planet was being prepared for us. This planet was being prepared for us to inhabit, to be an open doorway to the upper dimensions for us. That's what this planet was being prepared for. And we who are here were forced here. We were forced here to oversee first the reptilians that were doing the job, the animals that were doing the job because we were their overseers first. We were the first overseers of the early reptilians and early prehistoric animals that we started to genetically modify and experiment on because we started to experiment on the animals first. As we were experimenting on the animals 
at the early animals genetically modified, and they were working the planet. We were overseeing their work, walking next to them, walking alongside of them, sending them, um, sending them orders, sending them mental commands telepathically to perform certain services, utilizing them, riding on their backs, riding them through the air. Yes, we were utilizing them for transportation. Yes, we were. We were utilizing animals or these early reptilians, these reptilians and ones that fly, what they call pterodactyls and all these other early birds who were huge. We flew on their backs and we rode on the backs of dinosaurs. Now, I know that sounds funny. That sounds like, oh, he comes up with some Flintstone stuff. But see, the white man, he, you know, where do you think he get these ideas from? Pictures where they're showing you man riding on uh, 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 what you call reptiles and dinosaurs and things like that and flying on the backs of creatures. They got pictures of that. Where do you think they got that from? But see, what they won't tell you is that it was bronze people doing that. You see, bronze men and bronze women with afros and everything doing that overseeing everything that was going on on the earth, setting up societies on the earth, utilizing these early creatures for work. And when they couldn't use them anymore, they destroyed them. Our people were a lot bigger then, a lot more brolic then, right? And when they couldn't use these animals anymore or these early reptiles, they would destroy them. Then they came to with the idea that they needed someone, like I told you, the account, they needed someone to work on the planet, someone like them who had two hands, two legs, and a brain that can walk and talk and basically work as people because they could only rely on the early reptiles for so much. They did what they had to do. Now they needed uh, humanoids or uh, artificial beings to do the rest of the work going forward. And that's when the plan came up with the humans. At first, they tried to enslave the lesser classes of the people. They tried to force them to do it, but they didn't want to do it. And that caused a big um, mashup with the early almond on Earth. I told you that there was a war on Earth amongst our people for who would be the working class and who would be the ruling class. And eventually, a truce was made, and we decided to create humans. Work machines, the creation of which your humans became. Us as the serpentine race decided to create the humans, the animal race. We just created two-legged animals, right? Because that's how we saw them, and that's what the we went in seeing the experiment as. But we were forced here from the upper dimensions. We were forced here through a solar projection, a connection that transported us here as full-on living beings. We were transported here as full-on living beings, right? As full men and full women, we were not transported here as babies. And us, we were transported here as full men and full women, you see. Young men and young women, as we were projected here, we started to project down into this Pangea, this one landmass that... The reptilians gave us leeway when I told you they knocked down the mountains and locked down all these things in order for Earth to have a um, plant, a physical um, landscape. Because I told you before, Earth was the early Earth was nothing but water and mountains. There was no landmass. There was no landmass until we sent telepathic messages to these reptilians to knock down these huge dinosaurs 
That's what they. That's the only reason they were really here, to knock down the mountains and to defecate into the earth. That's the only reason they were here. After they knocked down all those mountains and whatnot, and they made landmass, which became the Pangea, then we started to project it. Prior to that time, the reptilians, they were walking in the waters. They would come up out of the waters and things like that, and they were used as work machines to knock down the mountains all over the planet and make landmass. When that Pangea was made, when the landmass was made, we saw that, then we were forced down onto the earth. We were forced down into the third dimension, from the fourth dimension, from these upper dimensions to oversee everything because we couldn't keep overseeing it from the fourth dimension, from these upper dimensions. You see, we were forced down into the earth. Men and women were forced down into the earth so that we could work together in the creation of or the extension of what was being built because we needed to build down. See, the Earth's atmosphere had to be built from the top down, not from the ground up. It was built from the top down. So the blueprint of Earth was already laid out. It was already laid out. Everything that was going to take place in the history of this planet was already laid out. So they had to build a physical makeup. They had to project a physical makeup of what the blueprint was of what they had in the upper dimensions. I told you they build from the from the top down, not from the ground up, right? So they started to project everything in the blueprint, right, from the way they saw it. But to project this forward, they had to constantly send solar projected heat and the blueprint into an enclosed space or molding. And when they did that, when they created that molding out of space, they created the molding out of space, the square space. They started projecting the blueprint of everything that they thought out into the atmosphere of that molding. And that's when the projection of Earth started. Earth is part of the projection. You see, Earth is part of the projection. And then they sent these reptile beings into the atmosphere. They are part of the projection. The reptilians are part of the projection, the mental blueprint of these almond beings. So as they started projecting these images into that enclosed space, into that structure, right, that they built from space, then the space was being filled. Space became dark matter, right? And then they began to fill the space with that projected soul or that solar projected illuminated light of power and energy was filling that space and it kept filling the space until it became solid mass and matter. Until it became mountains and water and things like that. All that power was generated into one space and it produced the image of what was in the blueprint. And when it was producing the image of that which was in the blueprint, then physical form started to take place. Then the reptilians started to raise out of here. See, all of that was projected down. They put the places here first. I told you that was uh, stage one. They put the place here, the planet. They projected it here. Then they put the elements into the earth through gases, light projection and illumination. They put the elements into the earth. They sold the earth with elements. Then they started to produce the early population 
early population was the reptilians, the sea creatures, right, that they dropped into the water, right, after everything cooled off because, as I said before, the water was really hot here and it was high mountains. It was nothing but water, hot water, extremely hot water, and mountains. And they eventually used the gases to cool it off. The etheric gases were sent here to cool it off. That's another reason why gas was sent into this planet's atmosphere to cool off the waters because it was very hot here. Because a big energy shift just took place. I'm going to give you an example. After you make the cake and you put the cake in the oven, think of the sun as the oven. Think of the, uh, um, the molding as that pan that you pour the cake into. When it comes out the oven, is not the cake hot? You can't touch it, right? you got to wait for it to cool off. What cools off the cake? Oxygen, air. So it was the same air, gases that were projected into the earth to cool off the planet earth. Y'all following me? I want to make sure y'all following me as I'm going forward. I don't want to keep continuing if y'all not following what I'm saying. Y'all follow? Class, clear? Cooled off. When all of the things started to cool off, and they had all of this water and mountains on the planet, all over the planet. They dropped the reptiles in, and they started to grow out of the waters. And they knocked down the mountains, broke down everything, helped to bring about the Pangea, the landmass. The gases were still coming into the atmosphere. All this is a process that took time, quickly, point where it was instantaneous almost, because they were still going off of that time frame. They started, I should say, started the time frame. They started it. All right. So then, now there had to be a drop as they had these reptiles moving on the planet. The work started, the process to make the planet into what they wanted to make it into, which was inhabitable for them, for them, and a workforce down the line, the workforce, and for them. They then dropped the dinosaurs and the reptiles they would need from the blueprint into the atmosphere. They dropped them into the water, and they were able to grow, right? And they grew to gigantic sizes and proportions, and they did their job. And when they did their job, when the Pangea was done, when they were able to walk on the Pangea, when the plates started to come together and they started to mold together and everything started to harden and everything started to form that mass, then and then they were able to then take hold of the earth. Then they were projected down here. They were forced here. Everything from the blueprint is a force of natural intelligence. That's what the force of nature is. It is a force of natural intelligence, extended intelligence from the upper dimensions that were forced here. They basically sent us as a work crew to oversee the growing of the planet into the fourth dimension, these upper dimensions, to basically oversee this place. It was the same thing they did in Mars. They did the same thing on Mars as well. They did this before on Mars, where they sent our people to Mars, right? 
They were projected on plants because they needed places to extend their intelligence and to grow life and to breed new soldiers who would go into other solar systems and set about the evolution in other solar systems. That is why we are here. We were forces of nature who were forced from the upper dimensions of this planet and into this um, into this third dimensional state. We were forced here because this place needed to be overseen. And when you have something that needs to be overseen, naturally you're going to come to oversee it. Those who are meant to oversee it will come to oversee it. Do y'all follow what I'm saying? In other words, see how the white man tries to say, oh, stuff just, you know, hey, the white man, he goes, that's how you know he's he's not really a natural, and he has no real natural intelligence. Everything just blew up and just fell into place, and that's how everything happened. There's no, There was no plan. There was no uh, reason, because he don't understand the reason of life and why life is, you know, why life is going on. He don't get that because he's not natural to the earth. He's artificial, and he's not privy to the extended plan of why he's here, why we're here. He don't know none of that. So, of course, he has to start saying stupid stuff like, oh, we, you know, everything just fell into place, and that's how it is, and that's what it is, and it was no plan. It was just a bang, and everything fell into place. No, there's not. It's, it's too much structure here for everything just to fall into place without somebody planning this thing. But then you turn around and talk about natural selection. That's based in higher intelligence. Nature is based in higher intelligence. Nature is a system that was set in place by those advanced things. Okay? So, yes, we are forced here. We are natural forces of projection here on Earth, natural forces of solar projection here on Earth. We are not part of the creation. The people with the animal fur, are part of the creation. They are part of the creation. We are not. They trying to mix themselves in with us because they know we're not part of the creation, that we are part of this natural force of projection. What's more natural than what they're calling, quote, unquote, God? What's more natural or supernatural than God? You see, what's more natural than that? See, I told you before we were given the genetic markers to show that we're not from here. We were given the genetic markers to show that we were not part of the human creation. We were given it with our hair, our skin, our features. Obviously, if we're not the same as the humans on the outside, then we cannot be the same as them on the inside. And therefore, we cannot come from the same space. We are not from the same origins. We are not. You see, we are not from the same origins. When Elijah Muhammad was using the term original man, you know, that was incorrect because we have no origin. Origin denotes creation or a creation point. We don't have a time frame. He said, but he did say, he said, the uh, so-called black man has no beginning or ending. They don't know his time, but then he used the term original. Now, if he's saying, if he meant by original, the first people, okay, but the first people have no origin. The first personifications on earth have no origin. Our Space, our continuous spaces in the upper dimensions. We don't have a time frame. We don't have a creation point. That's why the white man never shows us next to no goddamn monkeys. He don't show us next to no monkeys. He, if you see him doing that, he just started doing that. You see, because I told you he's trying to push this. We all from Africa. We all from. You know why he's doing that? Because he's. Why we all the same? Because he wants to mix in with us. 
He don't want us to see the differences because if somebody like a new Demincaris can clearly see and anybody who got any brains in their head can clearly see we're not what they are. We're not the same. We are a, a dominant genetic. We are a natural force of we are a natural force of solar projection that we are not part of the creation process, that we did not come from no monkeys and apes and jackals like they did. We don't have no dog fur for hair. We don't get fleas and ticks. We don't have no genetic defects. We don't have these things unless we mix in with them. If any of our people get that, it's because we got their genetics in us from down the line from some idiot mixing in with them. No. We are a natural force of solar projection. Say it. We are a natural force of solar projection. We, the almond race, are a natural force of solar projection that projected here to oversee this planet, to keep law and order over all life forms on the planet. We are not part of the human creation. But a lot of our people forgot that. You see, why are we going through what we're going through? This is why we are going through what we're going through, because a lot of you niggas still want to be part of the human race. You want to be part of the creation. And that was the biggest mistake we made, because we were given enough genetic markers to show that we are not, this is not the case. And now, ever so often, an Amon Ray or a son of man has to show up to remind you all, to remind you all who we really are and what our true purpose is here. We'll be right back. You know, we're dealing with a very critical and crucial time most crucial and critical times that I've ever witnessed. Being as young as I am, you know, we all don't want to say nothing else, so we say as young as we are. Now I want to talk about uh, the pronunciation and the realization. Now the educators, they call it ESP, positive thinking, right? Some of the people on the on the cross other side of the pond call it vibe, vibration, astrology, and all those different things. You understand? But I call what it is and what it is. What it is and what it is. Look at him. Now you see, a brother, you take in the ghetto, you find a whole lot of crime. I can understand, hey, I know what it means. Being nine years old before I got my first day on the way out of the stove. You know, putting on a half, a half press suit from the pawn shop with tennis shoes. Trying to be hip, so I know where it's coming from. Like the fella say, having catfish head suit. And then like the catfish went in there with his head and come out very quick and didn't leave nothing else. That's one thing the educators and the politicians and the establishment gotta remember. Now brothers these jobs. 
so-called white man tries to show you uh, this. He tries to create this whole idea that there were cavemen, which was really your Adam and Eve, your cave people. The people were created and put in, who came out of the water and were sent into the caves to live and whatnot, directed into the caves to live, right? They try to make you think that there were dinosaurs on the planet when they walked Earth. You already know that's a lie. But they do know it was people here, life forms here that walked the earth with the reptiles, the dinosaurs. And someone was asking me a question, well, how can our people walk the earth with the dinosaurs and the reptilians and whatnot? Because they were like our pets. See, they recognized the reptilian genetic in us, and they had very small brains. And they were like our animals, like how you see the white man with the dog, like you see him with animals and things like that. Those were our pets. We would give them messages and whatnot, and they would follow out the messages because I said this before and I said this again. All animal forms, all life forms on earth that are projected here by something higher, that are created here by something higher, answers to something higher. So who would that create who would these dinosaurs answer? How could they just be on the earth and not answer to nobody? Who killed them off? So they couldn't be all that powerful and that somebody they gotta answer to. Who killed them? Who 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 decided to get rid of them? When their time was up, when they were no longer needed, when they were no longer useful, who decided to get rid of them? That goes back to natural selection again. Same thing with the humans. You see, the problem why our people are not in alignment with that power, that force of projection, that force of nature, that natural force of nature, which will in time become a supernatural force of nature. The reason why that is is because we got the wrong projections in our head. We got the wrong, excuse me, the wrong transmissions in our head. We got the wrong thoughts going through our head. And if your thoughts are not right, are not connected or in alignment to power, then guess what? There is no power. There is none. The brain is nothing but a battery and a computer. That's all your brain is. And that's what the reptiles had in them. We put batteries in them, a.k.a. brains and computers somewhat. They didn't have much to compute. They just followed orders. Their life or their existence on earth was nothing but work. It was meant to be nothing but a job. And when the job was done, they were destroyed. That's how natural selection works. That's how evolution works. We run the system of evolution. We do, not the humans. They don't understand the system of evolution. Don't let them lie to you. Because the so-called white man is still trying to piece together how he one minute says that all humans got the mitochondria DNA of the so-called black woman, the African Eve, but then he turns around and says, oh, humans are linked to monkeys. He, he ain't even figured that out yet. Or oh, he figured it out. He's trying to figure it out. He's listening to these broadcasts probably, and they want to say, oh, this guy sounds crazy. Where is he getting this from? But then they start, some of them who got some sense, they say, hmm, that's kind of, they won't, they won't say that it makes sense. A lot of you people who got to wait for the white man to say something for you, and now that those are the people who got the wrong state of mind. Those are the people who are not connected mentally to the power and that fourth-dimensional state of solar projection because if you did, then you would know what I'm saying to you makes total sense, total sense. Explains everything. The white man ain't going to give you no answer because he don't even know. He's still trying to figure it out. You see, the creations will be in the dark. They will be in the dark when it comes to forces of nature. You see, like even today when they say, uh, something is destroyed when the white man says he said it's a natural disaster, meaning that's a disaster that he didn't create. 
he knows that that disaster is created from a, a highest, a highest um, space, from on high, from an upper dimension. That's what he means when he goes, it's a natural disaster. When there's a landslide, when there's a flood and things are being buried, he go, he and he tries to, you know, recreate these things with his little heart machines and things like that. But there's something greater from an upper dimension that controls it all, and he knows it. And he's been trying to get to that space. He's been trying to ponder that space, ponder those people. And he knows you so-called black people are connected to that force, that force of nature, those natural beings or those supernatural beings who were forced into this three-dimensional realm who are now being called black people, falsely being called black people, falsely being called Negroes, African-Americans, all these things to hide who you truly are as the almond race, you see. They know that. They know you're not part of the creation. Because if it was a time for them to say it, it would, have, it would have been the time when this guy Darwin, Charles Darwin, was sitting around talking about humans come from us. Wouldn't run that time when Darwin, when Darwin said that, wasn't he going around saying they so-called quack scientists claiming black people was like monkeys and apes and gorillas and making up all this BS? Wasn't they doing that around that time? But then here comes the Dr. Charles Darwin. He's showing Caucasians coming from monkeys and gorillas on the evolutionary chart. And that pissed a lot of white people off because they was up here teaching that they was created in the image of God. And they were. But they were created imperfect. They were created imperfect. We were created perfect. We became imperfect when we started mixing our seed with the humans. That's when we became imperfect. When we forgot that we were a natural force of projection. You know that thing that, you ever see that thing they say that so-called black people do? They did it on roots. You ever see that thing where bronze children are born, and what is it that the parents, know? and they used to do it, they probably said it came from Africa, I doubt it. They used to doing it over here too, where they would take, the fathers would take the children and hold them up into the sky. You ever see that toward the sun? You ever see them do that? They would pick the baby up into the sun and, into the, and pick them up into the sky and cradle them up into the sun? Because that was a sign of them showing where you come from. That was them trying to show their children where you came from, you see, and where you are now. And that was meant to show that you were never supposed to get your true connections where you really are from, from the skies, from the upper dimensions of this place, because this place has extended atmospheres and open doors into upper dimensions. And we are moving toward that right now. When you see the skyscrapers on this planet, like I said, the skyscrapers are just the beginning of what is to be built on top of it. You see, this is an unfinished product. This is an unfinished project. This is an unfinished project. But the humans, as they are now, the phase of the humans of where they are now, see, they're on their way out because I did tell you like this before. The humans know your established human race, your Caucasians, your Asians, your East Indians, they know their time has come, that natural selection is being made again by those who were projected here naturally. A natural selection is being made right now. And I'm going to just say it like this. That's why I stopped speaking against the mixing and the creation of the gray race. I stopped speaking against it. I'm not against it. I'm not against it at all. I'm not against the so-called black woman going with the white man and the white black man going with the white woman and all more mixing. All them people on the human frequency need to mix. That is not for us who are of the almond race who are waking up. The ones who are the dead blacks, the ones who are not in alignment with this natural force of projection, who, who believe they're part of the creation, yeah, y'all, y'all should mix your seed. Y'all are considered human anyway. 
you were considered human anyway. You should mix your seed. Continue on. Because, see, this is all still part of the natural selection because the grades are part of the natural selection of the human race. They're part of the, the extension. Really, that whole idea of the humans mixing their seed all together to create the gray race, that's coming from one high from the fourth dimension. That's not coming from the white man. That's not coming from him. He's just really following orders like the humans always do. He's just following orders, you see, because what you see is Caucasians, white people, black people, Asians, all that. That's all done and played out. A whole natural selection is taking place here from those forces of the, nat- the from the natural forces of projection, which is the almond race. A decision has been made to start the creation of the gray race, start the creation of the gray race, the blended races of humans. You see, that was already designed to take place within the fourth dimension. It was sent down already, just like the creation of the humans was already done. You see, all this stuff was already laid out already, our people going through what we went through, where we would go through a period of darkness where we wouldn't know who we were, you see, and the humans would take us over, and we would fall up under the humans, and we would suffer for what we did, which was to mix our seed with them, to be in alignment with them, to allow them into our civilizations when we should not have. We're paying for that now, aren't we? Because, see, when we were in rulership, when we were in power, we still had our connection to the fourth dimension. We knew how strong natural force was. We knew that we were a part of the natural force of projection. That's why when they talk about, you know, oh, you know, the white men talking about Egyptians or the ancient Mesoamericans, ancient Americans, they were sun worshippers and serpents. No, he was not. The sun was only seen as a power source of projection. We wasn't worshiping the sun. We acknowledge it as a power source of projection and how we projected here. We bore witness to that. That's all. It was a form of transportation how we got here, solar projection. That's why the sun was important, because we recognized it as the ultimate supernatural generator. It was the ultimate supernatural generator that was put in power by our people, by the souls of our people, you see. And the souls of our people still run the sun. The, sun, the souls of our people still run the sun. The sun is the souls of our people being projected into this atmosphere. That's what the sun is. The sun is connected with the solar power of our people. And especially in the upper dimensions. But what happens when you start to disconnect and start following unnatural ways? You start to cut your mental power and your physical power, do you not? Even as we are being disconnected, we've been disconnected from that natural source of power, that solar projected power, basically our batteries, basically our extension cord. But as we've been, we still are the most powerful people physically on the planet than these humans. When we tap into that energy, which we call, what do they call it? Um, they call it uh, um, that uh, what is it, when the, um, adrenaline. That adrenaline rush, our adrenaline is much different than that of the humans. You see, much different. Our adrenaline pumps off a solar projection. 
So when you hear about, you hear, starting to hear bronze people doing things like, you know, saving people, pushing cars off people, things like that, you know, like I said, that's when we, like I said, when we get that excitement, that natural rush, then that fourth dimensional connection takes place. And it will spark at times because it is trying to make a reconnect. And sometimes that spark, and next thing you know, you have to get this physical strength out of nowhere. You'd be like, damn, you just lifted a car. Women lifting cars, pushing cars back. When you get scared and whatnot, you fight somebody, you kill them. Your bare hands, I don't hurt men, women do that. You see? It's a mind frame that you got to connect into, that mind frame of power. Right now, if you notice, a lot of these so-called black people, even the ones who push in this racial thing, they keep using the term white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy. I just got to use this for a second. Notice, I, I, as I keep hearing a lot of this talk that black people, they we are the victims, and I keep hearing this. And more and more I hear this. At first I'm listening, I keep hearing, we are the victims, we are the victims. What is this sounding like? It's trying to make us sound we weak people and that these people are all powerful and that they got the power to kill us and take our lives and all that, and that's a load of BS. That's trying to put that fear of empowerment in our heads that we're supposed to fear these people. That's really what they're trying to put in our head. And when we buy into this, guess what? We start disconnecting from that fourth-dimensional power, that upper-dimensional power of natural force and projection. See, a lot of uh, 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 earthbound black people, a lot of earthbound mentally dead black people, you're going to find out over time that they are part and parcel with severing our people from that connection of power. They are part and parcel with it. They're with the beast. They're going to, they, the beast done paid the money to disconnect us from the fourth dimension because, see, they don't really know what the fourth dimension is, and they don't register into the fourth dimension anyway. All that's real to them is the third dimension up under the beast. You see, all that's real to them is that power which is a limited form of power. And as we start to solar charge and push past that power, which we are going to do very soon, once we start to solar charge and disengage from this third dimensional state mentally and start to make that solar charge or that solar burst, that collective push into the fourth dimension as we are trying to do right now, the same way your woman pushes when she's trying to push a baby out of new life out, this is the same push we're going to go through. This is the same push we're going to have to go through mentally and physically to push ourselves past our limits because we always got more than we think. We always got more than we think as part of those natural forces of projection. That's who we are. They are upper and extended dimensions of us, higher advanced, extended dimensions of us that we must grow into, you see. But everybody ain't going to do that. Everybody ain't meant to do that. You'll see over time who's meant to be that, a part of that, and who's not. Who's part of that solar genetic force, that solar projected genetic force of power, and who's not. You see, we must align our minds with that. We must align our minds with that in the first part and the only part as the almond race, separate from the human race. That's how we must see ourselves. See, the reason why we're not receiving our power as quickly as we need to, but it all comes in time because it's going to take time to disconnect ourselves mentally from the human race. 
even a lot of my followers who walk with me, y'all still got a lot of y'all still got a human mentality. A lot of y'all still got a human mentality. You see. And we're going to have to dis- disconnect ourselves from that human mindset. We are an almond race, an advanced race, an extended race that was here first by natural force of projection, natural force of solar projection. Now, this is the first time you've ever heard anyone use this terminology before. Why? Because we are now coming into the first. We are now stepping into an elevation and an evolution, which we must step into if we're going to move forward. The same way the grays, the, the grays or the humans are going through this period and process of becoming the gray race, this is a natural progression that we set forward for them to keep them around. As they are going into that gray race and becoming that gray race, we must become the bright race. We must become the bright race. This is that only natural step that we can take, the only natural step we can take, the next step. We can't stay black people because there's no such thing, and we can't stay in the same mindset with these humans. Too much intel, too much transmission is coming to raise us away from this, so we will be a fool. We will be fools if we did not take that elevated path, that linear path into the fourth dimension, which is being connected to us right now through this message of mental life. Our ascendants have become, or should I say our ancestors have become the ascendants, and our ascendants have become the ancestors. We all becoming one. We all becoming one right now. We stand in the middle path. We stand in the middle path. We are the missing link, you see, because like I said, there's the past when we were in rulership, when we projected here we was in rulership. That's the past. And in the future, we are in power, keeping the law and the order. So what's, what's, what's the only thing that's left? The middle, isn't it? In the middle, the only thing left? The middle is we still got damn black people. We coming out of this black thing. That's the middle. We're here to come out of the middle passage. We're here to come out of the middle passage. We're here to go past the second dimension, past the third dimension, and straight into the fourth dimension. That's the middle path we got to come out of and come into a state of solar projection so that we can move into the fourth dimension. This is the only path for us, and those who are not for us, they are against us, and they will become part of the gray race with the beast, which is what a lot of them want to become. A lot of them want to become that, and it's been dictated that they will. We'll be right back.
Now, you're going to get a lot of people that's going to say, yeah, that sounds good. I hear what he's saying. That that don't sound – he's trying to make us seem like we – some. this sound like a movie. This don't sound real. You know, you always want them Negroes. And, of course, the, you know, what, where does that come from? That comes from the Caucasians. They think after the Caucasian. In other words, in other words, in other words, they say that that's impossible. They say that's impossible. They say it's impossible for this this to be a reality. Excuse me, I didn't mean to raise my voice. I had a little background, but they say it's impossible, right? That um, this is about, you know, this is reality. Okay, what I'm saying. I mean, you know, and say, well, how come we don't have this power? And why did we lose this power? Why we can't tap into this power? Because y'all think like humans. You think like humans. Your mind still works in the level of the second dimension. Your mind works like a human mind or human brain, I should say. You think with the M-E-N-T-A-L. You think with the mental not the mentel. Two different things. The mentel is fourth dimensional. If you thought with the mentel, then you would be able to connect into that. You would be able to connect into that. It's a whole different level of thinking. See, you're not people of the mind. You're people of the brain. So you have to have the mind linked to the brain in order to see this. This is what extension represents. The mind has to be connected to the brain. The humans, are, the humans don't have minds. They have brains. And they move off of the mental energy of our people or the mental connection of what's going through this atmosphere from our people. They're nothing but a conduit. They pick up things because they do have brains. They have brain function, but they do not have minds. The mind is connected to the soul, and the soul, you cannot have a mind, a mental, without a soul that's connected to the fourth dimension. You have to be part of the natural projection. You have to be part of that natural projection. Okay. You have to be part of that natural projection in order to connect to that. You see? This is why, like I said, a lot of our people are not going to be useful in the future because they got the minds of the humans. And like I said, you already don't fit into the mindset of the humans. So who is at the top of the food chain of the human race right now, the so-called white man? He's at the top of the uh, uh, mental food chain, you see, and he controls it. So if you think you're human, then guess what? You're on the lower level of the mental food chain, the brain chain of humans. You think like, in other words, you basically wait for them to do their thinking, do the thinking for you, and whatever they tell you, you, you accept. They see, that's because you think with a human brain. You wait for those who are supposed to be in authority, supposed to be in that high mental state, which they're not. They only like that for the, as far as the humans go in the third dimension, but a lot of y'all have basically accept the fact that you're human and a lot of y'all going to believe, like the white men tell y'all come from monkeys just like them because they say some so-called scientists told you this and whatnot. And yet, they are right. The humans do come from animals. They are part of this experiment with animal, animal genetic material and the genetic material of the so-called black woman was used who became human mentally over time because she started getting connected to the humans. She started having that mental connection with them. So that means that the connection was severed. And when the connection was severed, then now you see what you got here, which is black people who 
who uh, um, defer to white people, who defer to all these people. In other words, they put everybody over them instead of it being the other way around when you really over everybody else as the almond race. No, we do not fit into the human mindset. When you try to fit into the human mindset, you're going to force yourself up under people. You're not at the top of the food chain when it comes to the human race. We're not at the top of the food chain. We don't fit on the food chain. We don't fit on the brain chain of the human race. We don't fit on there. We are a whole other species altogether, and we are supposed to oversee the humans. That is the real natural order of how things are supposed to go here on this planet. See, everything is out of order. Everything is out of natural order right now. The white man is not supposed to be in charge of anything. He's not. He's really not. He is supposed to be overseen for working. That's what the humans are here for, to work, and they're supposed to be overseen by those natural forces of projection, which is us being falsely called black people. Now, if you have a two-dimensional mind frame, if you think think like a human, if you are a person of the brain and not one of the mind, if you're one who looks for the white man to tell you how to think, when to think, how far to think, then this is not going to apply to you. Don't even listen to this broadcast because it's going to sound crazy to you. It's going to sound like I'm making it up. It's going to sound far-fetched. Where's your proof? In other words, where's the white man saying, oh, you know, what Newbin is saying is right? You got, Don't even listen to me. Don't listen to me. Because I, you're going to do the one thing, you, you can't do the one thing that I ask everybody who listens to this broadcast to do, and that is think. Think. When you hear the things I'm saying, I ask you to think without limitations. Think logically and rationally. That's what a lot of people are unable to do who listen to these broadcasts. The ones who are able, they're the ones who made it home to the republic. And the ones who left, those are the ones who were disconnected from it. They couldn't see it anymore because, like I said, time tells you who people really are. And like I said, everybody's not part of this natural force of projection, not today. I mean, physically, yeah, they're supposed to be, but mentally they're disconnected from it. So if you're mentally disconnected from it, then you're no good. You are black. You are burnt out. You are a... a, a, useless receiver you see you're just you're just dead you're just dead weight pulling power and you're not receiving the real picture of the image you just like i said you're dead receivers and that's what the black race is you see you're just dead receivers you think you're just like the humans you think you are part of the human race you see and that's where company must be parted. That's where, like I said, the evolution takes place. The natural selection has to take place because even amongst us, even amongst us, a natural selection is being taken, is taking place. Even right here, right now, a natural selection is taking place because when those people who hear this call, a intellect is transmission that is raising us into the becoming that elect race, the almond race, separate from the human race, as we always were, but now we have knowledge that we were and that we are, and what our true, uh, 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 our true future holds for us. What we're supposed to be growing into. Like I said, that's a that's a for, that's a form of natural selection right here because everybody's not selected to hear the message or to take heed or be part of that evolution or that extension. Everybody's not going to be part of it who's so-called, quote-unquote, part of the black race. Everybody ain't going to be part of that. You see? So whenever you hear these Negroes up here, oh, where you been getting this from? Where your proof at? Those are the people who are not part of the natural selection. They're not a bombing. 
Those people who ask you, well, where, where your proof at? Where the scientists say? In other words, if the white man say he ain't got to, he ain't got to prove nothing. If he says what I say is right, and he put a dr in front of his name and claim he did some research, then what I'm saying is right. And then even if I do acknowledge it's right, y'all still gonna still act, y'all still gonna think like humans. You're still going to be waiting for him to see what's next. You still, it's not going to move you to do anything. Because once these people acknowledge that, it's not going to move them to become part of this collective or this body of almonds. They're not doing that because they're not part of the natural selection. You see, if you can't see which is, with that which is in front of your face, I don't point out millions of things that are right in front of your face. I'm like, that means you don't have the foresight or the vision or the future of who you really are, nor are you aligned with that future self because probably nine times out of ten, there's no future you. There's no future you in the fourth dimension if you can't see which is that which is in front of your face. I don't even consider this knowledge special no more. You see? Because when your mind is in the fourth dimension, this becomes regular to you. This is how it's supposed to be. And this is supposed to be ingrained in our people's minds and in our children's minds of who they are as the almond race, who we are as fourth dimensional beings. This is supposed to be groomed into them and whatnot, and they're going to naturally end up connecting to it, you see. But when you teach them that they're human, when you teach them that they come from a creation, from some false gods in the sky or wherever, like I said, when you're not teaching them who the real, what they mean by the gods in the sky, what that really means, when you don't have any real knowledge of that and you're just teaching off of what you heard some Caucasians teach or some, you know, Negroes who got taught by some Caucasians or whoever, if you're going off of this earthbound thing, this limitation then got, got that's what I'm saying, you're never going to see it. So the ones who are able to see it, in spite of the fact that they were taught this garbage, that they were black, that they were Negroes, that they came from Africa and all that BS, that we came on slave ships and what? Now all this nonsense the white man told you. Like I said, once you can see beyond that, you were chosen. You're part of the natural selection to have the uh, uh, mindset, to have that foresight to oversee what the beast is talking about, to oversee what he's t- to, o- to see beyond what he's talking about. See, that's part of being an overseer. That's part of being an overseer, the master, the ruler, to be able to oversee that which the beast is giving to you, to be able to see beyond what he's talking about. See, overseer just didn't mean to oversee the people. You have to see over them mentally. You have to see over them physically. You're supposed to be con- connecting to that higher state of you beyond them so that you can keep control over them. Somebody said, why well, we have the extended genetics? We have the extended genetics to keep watch, oversee all of life forms and the production of this place because our place is as overseers so we have to oversee everything this is why we are extended in our genetic material so that we continuously oversee and have the power over everything but the problem is we are disconnected from that that's the problem we got disconnected to it by from it by mixing in with these humans starting to think we like them we forgot we forgot and a lot of people helped us forget about it. A lot of people helped us forget about it. But now we remember. We are starting to remember. You see, it's starting to all make sense now, ain't it? Tell me I'm tell me I'm right. Tell me it's not all starting to make sense. The picture's being put together. And like I told you, you got a lot of people listening to Mentelect. White and everything else. A lot of people listening to Mentelect. You know why? Because now they're getting real answers. 
Now they're getting answers to questions that they had. Well, what is God? Who is God? What is the devil? Are we human? Where did the white man come from? Where did we come from? Where are we supposed to be going? What? Why is everything the way it is? Why is it that black and white is against each other? Why is it that this, that? Why is the world like it is? Why are we here? All the answers you're getting through mental like right now, it ain't coming from the white man. It ain't coming from the white man. It ain't coming from the black man. It's coming from the bright man, the one who's been illuminated as the pure son of righteousness in this day and time, walking with you, sharing with you the reality of our past, our present, and our future. We are evolving. We are growing. This is really happening. And those who are not really in alignment with this, you are going to be cut from this. Your time will be temporary, just like the human's time is temporary, you see, as they are. So we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up and answer these questions. Uh, were our people a product of creation or, nat- or a natural force of projection on Earth? We were a natural force of projection through solar illumination. We were projected here, and how you could tell that, look at our hair. Why does our hair grow up in the air and everybody else's grows down? Why is our genetic material sticking out? Why is our lips and our nose and all these things protrude and our hair grow up in the air? Why does our skin look like this? This is a form of solar projection. Heat, energy, and power got us into this state where we have this dominant genetic material. That's solar projection right there. That's solar projection right there to have this dominant genetic material. And all these humans here who have these recessive genetics were created here and carry the animal genetic. You could clearly see it. You see? Who are the created people on Earth? The human race. They are the created people on Earth. Who are the who, who created them? The almond race. Us. Us. We are the creation we are the creators of the human race. We are. They were created in our image and after our likeness, meaning that we gave them their legs to stand that comes from us, the brains to think, which comes from us, the ability to move, which comes from us, the way they move, even though it's limited because they got the animal genetic. But y'all get where I'm going with this. Why were we forced here on earth to oversee everything on earth? We are the overseers of everything. We are the blueprint. We are the people who projected the blueprint, put it in effect, and we projected it down here and we oversaw the physical work. That's what we're here for. That's our only job to oversee and keep the law and order on earth of these humans, keep the life forms in check, run the planet, basically. That's our job. You see, because what else are black people here for? You ain't here to entertain, so you niggas are entertaining. You ain't here to uh, do what you do, whatever it is you do, but yet you still have this special spark to you, this form of color and excitement. You have this energy to you that livens up places. You know why that is? Because y'all still got a remnant of that natural force of projection on you. That's why you tend to bring color and life to things, where these humans got a dead energy on them. Right. When will the ascendants? Well, when will uh, well when will we ascend through supernatural force? It's happening right now. Once we accept who we are, 
and move collectively as one force. Well, see, it ain't going to be no moving as no one force as individuals. It has to be a collective effort, and what we're doing right now, a collective body of what we're doing in the image of Amnon coming together right now in the third dimension. If not, forget it. Don't even ask why this ain't working for me if we're supposed to have these powers. It ain't going to work for you in a two-dimensional mind frame and a human mind frame. But that's it. We're going to close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust and Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Newton Minkari. This has been Mental Like Radio. I hope you enjoyed this broadcast, this transmission.